They murdered her. A vile and disgraceful act. We were able to discover the remains of two humans. Welcome to Crime Lapse. I am Eileen. And I'm Charlie. Crime Lapse is a true crime podcast that uses primary audio, in-depth research and emotive narration to give you an immersive insight into the darkest tales and most horrifying crimes. Find Crime Lapse wherever you listen to podcasts and at Crime Lapse Podcast or at Crime Lapse Pod on social media. Everyone has a story to tell, so why not let us tell you some? Look deeper. This is True Consequences, a true crime and mystery podcast with stories based in New Mexico in the American desert southwest. This podcast is sponsored by Hero Cosmetics. Go to HeroCosmetics.com and use code TRUE15 to get 15% off your order. Today's promo is Crime Lapse, a true crime podcast out of Ireland. Just a couple of quick announcements. I'm happy to announce that True Consequences is now part of the Oracle Network. Check out all the amazing shows on the network by going to TheOracleNetwork.com. That's Oracle with a three. The O-R-A-C-L-E three network.com i'm doing weekly live streams on get vocal every thursday night at 8 mountain 10 eastern i'll be discussing episodes doing q a's and i'll even have some special guests on come hang out with me on get vocal oh and did you know i have true consequences merchandise out there get your la llorona shirt or your true consequences hoodie today you can find links to my merch store at trueconsequences.com and if you buy a justice for jacob item half the proceeds go to the new mexico coalition against domestic violence finally I'm launching a new podcast that'll start at the end of the current season of True Consequences. The show is all about the paranormal in New Mexico and the surrounding area. I will be joined by my co-ghost, Alex, and the show is called Dos Spuqueños. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Dos Spuqueños. If you enjoy listening to this show, please rate, subscribe, and review on your favorite podcatcher. True Consequences is listener-supported. To support this show, go to patreon.com slash trueconsequences. To keep up with all my updates, you can follow me on Facebook and Instagram at trueconsequencespod and on Twitter at trueconspod. And finally, I need to give a huge shout out to my newest patron subscribers. I've been a little bit of a slacker on this. I'm so sorry. I want to thank Mariah M, Chelsea G, Yvette G, Heather G, Josh H, Angelique Marie, Crystal G, Sam P, Rebecca W, thank you all so much. Your support means so much to me and I can't thank you enough. Okay, this episode deals with issues that may not be suitable for all listeners. It discusses child sexual abuse and rape. If you or someone you know is a victim of sexual abuse or assault, please call 1-800-656-HOPE to be connected with a trained staff member from a sexual assault service provider in your area. Today's episode is a follow-up to the Epstein scandal, and it is a recording from a Get Vocal stream I had with Ariel from Malice. I was planning on releasing an interview today, but unfortunately that was canceled at the last minute. So, if you did not catch this live stream, then please listen to the follow-up, as Ariel and I revisit 
The Epstein Scandal. I am Eric Carter Landine, and this is True Consequences. So, hey, Ariel, welcome. Hi, thank you for having me. This is so fun. <laughs> welcome back to the follow up to our shit show of an episode uh, about Epstein. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, I've been Ugh. practicing meditative breathing. Yeah. So, hopefully, I'll be a little more coherent this time. <laughs> you were really angry. Last I was time. real angry. Yeah. Well, and it just isn't going to get better, I don't think. So, no. Sorry, everybody. Yeah. But we are following up to the most recent episode of True Consequences from Sunday. Ariel and I got to go pretty deep, and we, I feel like we could have gone for about four hours. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's enough there for sure. <sighs> All right. We tried to so limit it. And we did. Still had to cut stuff out. <laughs> so, Ariel, I want you to talk a little bit about your show. I know you're going to be mad at me for telling you to do that, but I do want people that are watching to know about your show because it's amazing, and they need to listen to it. Oh, thank you so much. Um, yeah. So I have a podcast, and a couple. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's called Malice. Uh, lots of people call it Malice Podcast. It's not. It's like Madonna except a podcast. Malice. Um, I guess I started last July and it's really kind of a deep dive into the psychological, sociological, neurobiological, developmental, environmental, all of these factors that come together to create what we know as violent offenders. So, um, I've always been really fascinated in people's motivations behind what they do. That's what I studied in school. That's what mm -hmm. I was a scholar in. Um, I say was because fuck academia. I don't like being in it. Um, but ultimately, yeah, this has been a really great outlet for me to kind of explore those things in more depth. So it's been a lot of fun and I've been able to bring on a lot of different people and get perspectives outside of my own, which has been great. Awesome. Including it's yours. <laughs> yeah, I'm on a couple episodes. Yeah. It's a great show. Uh, I highly recommend. Good. She's also part of the Oracle Network, which is I am. full of incredible podcasts. So, guess what? We have some breaking motherfucking news, everybody. So, this is breaking. This just happened about five hours ago. Amazing. And I'm going to read this. This is DailyMail.tv um, or .co.uk. Alleged Madam Ghislaine Maxwell has asked a federal judge to delay a lawsuit filed by one of his victims, claiming it could interfere with the ongoing criminal case against her. Her attorney asked the civil court to consider delaying and even moving the uh, case to New Mexico. Part of that is because the girl that was assaulted was assaulted in New Mexico, but mm. she was 16 at the time. And I know that there's some weird stuff about the age of consent here. And they're also claiming that she would be implicating herself in the case in New York uh, by talking about what happened with Epstein. <laughs> this specific girl this is a civil lawsuit it's not a criminal suit um and the judge is expected to rule on this tomorrow wow. so okay so there's a lot to unpack there yeah. <laughs> but i just i just saw that today and it was like what the fuck she's a well, scumbag yeah what great timing though to be able to talk about that live tonight right. so what were your initial thoughts like upon you reading that because i'm i'm just now starting to absorb that <laughs> Yeah. Well, first of all, I want to know where the fuck she is. Number one, like, where is she? Where's Ghislaine Maxwell? She's hiding. There was like right. this photo that came out last year of her at In-N-Out Burger in California. And people are speculating that it was photoshopped, but mm. like to prove that she wasn't hiding. 
And then her lawyer files this motion to like delay the case because they're worried that she's going to not be able to have her fifth amendment rights if she implicates herself in this specific trial. So they're worried about this trial bleeding over to the criminal trial, I guess, is the problem. All of the court proceedings in this whole thing making me absolutely want to tear my hair out. Yeah. Um, I just don't give a shit. I mean, the yeah. judge should just be like, mm, sorry, I guess if you're I mean, if you did shitty things, I guess you have to own up to all the shitty things. So. Right. Like you're a horrible person and you deserve to pay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm sorry that this other shitty thing you did is going to affect this shitty thing you're already like starting to maybe be accountable for like yeah and this is this is the case i was telling you about ariel before we wrapped up our our case Mm -hmm. um our episode it's the case of maria farmer's sister yeah so okay so they brought her from new albany Mm -hmm. i was corrected for the way i pronounced that by the way new albany ohio they flew her from there to zorro ranch here in new mexico and epstein assaulted her because she was never given any justice in a criminal court for that fucking thing. They're suing his estate and they're suing Ghislaine Maxwell, which rightfully so. Yeah. Oh yeah. Ah. Absolutely. <sighs> okay. I'm I'm raging out now. <laughs> it's my turn, Ariel. <laughs> it just makes me so angry. Like, how can somebody and I ask this question, like, it's not the subject of every episode of my show. Like, how do they get away with it? It's, like, literally what happens all the time. Oh, yeah. <sighs> but, but, I mean, seriously, this bitch, right? Yeah. So, we're not calling her by her name. Hey, during this. Uh, this bitch. This bitch. This, yep. But this bitch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, she is, like, the lowest of the low in my mind because she's totally... I can't she, believe it. She not only stood by and watched it happen, she took part in she victimizing helped. these girls. And it just, it is sickening to me anytime a woman will play part and parcel to the victimization of other women and girls. I just, I cannot, I don't understand it. Yeah, I don't get it. It's weird. You know? Weird. As if it's not bad enough that she's targeting children of, of mm-hmm. any sex or gender, whatever. Like, these are girls. These are people who could be her. And she's fine with selling them out for what? His love? Yeah, fucking right. Yeah, money can be a big influencer on many people. You know what I mean? Oh, she was already wealthy. She was already, yeah, she's already rich. She didn't uh, need his money. She didn't need his. He needed her more than she needed him absolutely. for everything. Like he needed her for the social status. He needed her for her connections. And he right. needed her to convince these girls to do these horrible things with him right and we see that over and over in these cases you know so many times when you get like um you know I, i'm not gonna call it like folia de it's one of those things where it's like the partners the what? like folia de it's it, the madness of two like when people okay. Okay. like collectively okay. like group <laughs> yeah um that's clinical yeah like, going fuck nuts together it's um but basically, it, but when you have like a man and a woman, right, who are partners, and oh, you end up with a situation where because a woman is present, people feel more comfortable mm-hmm. with the situation, and then you end up with like the girl in a box, Colleen yeah. Stan, or you end up with, um, you know, whatever, I don't know, all the girls in the Morris murders and the children. I mean, it's like you just see woman, and then occasionally woman and child in a vehicle, and you're like, oh, they're safe. 
Yeah. You know? And that's the thing with, with this bitch is that she is capitalizing on the fact that she is a woman and a woman of status and she's stylish and she's posh and all she's of this posh, stuff. Yeah. yeah. And so she's capitalizing on this to sort of wow the girls and also lure them into that false sense of safety. And then it's just like, well, there you go off down the hall full of powerful people portraits with Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. Down to, the, down to the hall where he's going to like drop trow and expect you to look at his egg-shaped dick. I knew you were going to bring that back up again. <laughs> the dropping trow? You know, the egg-shaped dick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and just, you got an egg dick, fool. <laughs> for, for reference sake, because this is a visual medium for the first time. Which is oh, did you bring an egg? Did you bring um, <laughs> Chicken egg? <laughs> chicken egg? Right? Oh, this is good. This is more like this. Oh, so it's a t- it's like a quail egg? Yeah, quail egg. <laughs> he's got a, I, he's got a okay. micro dig shaped like a, a quail egg. My face is melting. The coal yeah, right no, now. I... Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, no. <laughs> I can't stop laughing. Okay, but can we talk about? Did you watch the deposition no, where he was asked about, about the that? egg dick? <laughs> well, that's, what I'm, that's oh, where I'm going. Okay. That's where I'm going. I wasn't gonna miss that. No. So, so the deposition with with the lawyers when they're asking him about that, they're like. So, is it true you have an egg shape? Oh, is that when he was like, I'm fucking out of here? And he like, I got real mad. And I love, I love the lawyer just saying, Their words, not mine. You know, (laughs) be clear. Hey, man, I didn't say you had an egg dick, dude. It's just, uh, these people did. So, I just want to, you got an egg dick. I'm just asking. I just wonder, yeah, I mean, in thinking about that, you know, the way that she behaved, she really was trying to please Epstein, yeah. who mm-hmm. was older than she was. Um, and so, yeah, this this bitch might have just been kind of projecting onto him that need for, like, that fatherly approval. Yeah. And just decided to get it in the sickest fucking way possible because she's a piece of shit. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. uh, it's everything about it just horrible and horrifying. And, right. Uh, yeah. That's the appropriate I, sound. Yeah, I just don't have anything. So I do have some corrections to make to what I said in the episode. So the age of consent is 17 in New Mexico. Oh, okay. But, there's, but there is something about being 16, and I still haven't dug deep enough to figure out exactly what that means. Mm-hmm. I think that if they're 16, you, you don't have to register. Um, but I might have to correct that as well later. Okay. The other correction I have to make is that he wasn't in Rikers. He was mm. in the Metro County Jail in right. Manhattan. Right. So, sorry. Yeah. And actually, I did know that. And I think, I, again, I was just real hopped up on rage. And uh, <laughs> I think, um, yeah, no, that was one of the most infuriating things is he wasn't even in prison. He was in a fucking jail. Yeah. Which is not the same. So let's see. Also think the amount of years between the two is also taken. Into- yes. Yeah. So if it's like an 18 year old and a 16 year old, it's right less likely to be a challenge and issue for for the courts. It's exactly uh, the same in Texas. So, but yeah. a 60-year-old <laughs> or a 50-year-old and a 16-year-old, that's that's significant. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also nasty. Let's just... And gross. 
Yeah. I don't yeah. care about age difference once you get into a certain stage of life, right? I, I do think it's a little suspect when it's like, yeah. but you know, somebody who's 26 with somebody who's like 46, who gives a shit, whatever. Like you're consenting adults, do what you want to do. I don't, if you have things well, in common. That's the thing. You're an adult. You can make your own decisions at that point. But when you're 16 and you're being faced with one of the wealthiest people in the country Mm -hmm. and and one of the people with the most connections to the powerful and the rich. Right. I don't see that there is any way that that there's no way that a child can consent anyway. But but with the weight of all of that on them, it's. It's just disgusting. I, yeah. I said that in the episode over and over again. To use your power and your wealth that way. Well, you know, and I think that that's a really great point, Eric, in that, you know, I think Epstein was very, very careful and very calculated in the fact that he could fall back on saying they had a choice. Mm-hmm. It was up to them. It was their it was their option. They could do it or not. And it's like, how much of a choice was there? And we touched on that in, in the first episode. But I think that's a, a major point is like when you're faced with this guy, again, who is pictured in a photo with the Pope. I mean, like, how much more power can a person have? You know? Um, yeah. Is it a choice? He could ruin any of their lives as easily as he could make them. Oh, yeah. And you he know? did. And we, yeah, we saw that with, um, and I can't, I'm so sorry, I can't remember her name. Yeah, the, the cellist that went to, so they yes. convinced her. To, we didn't really get to get into that as much as I wanted to. Okay. Um, cellist? Yeah, yeah, so there was there was this cellist, and, and Ghislaine approaches her and is like, hey, you know, we're really impressed with you, and we want to fund your education. And so they pay for her to go to school, and then they convince her to go to Juilliard, which she didn't want to. I think she got a full ride to, like, state university of new york or something like that or another school school. yeah Yeah, a good school school. with a good music program she had a full ride and they're like no 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 you need to go to juilliard you need to go to juilliard we'll pay for it don't worry don't worry and she'd have qualified in in her family's income bracket she'd have qualified for full tuition payment at juilliard Juilliard, if she qualified to get in yeah right so she she was like gonna apply she's like okay i'll go to juilliard and i'll apply for financial aid and galane was like that's so offensive. I can't believe you think that we can't afford it. Like, how dare you think that we're not going to support you and all this other stuff. So they like guilt tripped her into taking their funding. And then when she refused to be a recruiter for girls at Juilliard, they stopped paying for her school. Yeah. They dropped her. And she got this massive bill. Yeah. Of tuition that she wouldn't have otherwise had to pay to begin with. No matter what. Like, even if she would have gone to the other school or if she would have applied for financial aid at Juilliard, she would have right. not ever had to have paid that. And so mm-hmm. they totally fucked her and ruined her life. Yeah, they did. I mean, and without a bat of an eyelash. I mm-hmm. mean, it's 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 so, I don't know, just beyond the scope of my understanding. You know, like, I, I the whole point of my show is delving into like what makes people do these things. And I still on this gut level, I'm just like, I, I, I can't, I can't wrap my head around it. Yeah. I don't know how these people sleep at night. I don't, I don't understand. Yep. It's uh it's insane. I, I probably, I probably should have started this episode by saying that we are going to get into some horrible stuff and we're not going to have uh it's, it's yeah, it's not for everybody. Not everybody can hear this. I can barely right. hear it myself. <laughs> And there's, I mean, this is going to have to be a blanket trigger warning because we can't warn you every time something shitty happens because guess what? 
All right. So Ghislaine hiding her lawyers, trying to do some legal maneuvering to prevent her from facing any kind of justice for what she's done. Right. It's, it's just going to be interesting to see how this unfolds. I know that the New York state is really trying to close in on all of his accomplices. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't think they're going to give up until they find them all and, and charge them all. Right. And, and I hope they're successful because it's. Absolutely. And I think there's something interesting that may play into that. If you don't mind me bringing it up. Yeah, um, no, go ahead. They actually due to um, so much backlash in the state of New York about the um, statute of limitation on sexual assault. They actually put a moratorium on um, on that particular statute of limitations for an entire year. So people can actually go through and put forth charges against people without any, I mean, is if they can prove it in court, it doesn't matter if it was five years ago or 17 years ago, which is really huge and awesome. should take care of some of those individuals who may be up for. I mean, the fact that there is a statute of limitations on any kind of sexual abuse. Look, if you can prove somebody murdered somebody 30 years after the fact, then they should go away for murder. If you can prove, prove that somebody sexually assaulted somebody you know in texas the statute of limitations is like five years right you can prove in six or ten that yes this actually happened this person did sexually assault this person if you can prove that in a court of law why don't you get the opportunity to and if you have a rape kit backlog then you absolutely should not have a statute of limitations on sexual assault or sexual abuse it's not logical you're absolutely right right. and in the u.s we have four hundred thousand untested rape kits and people, you know, people are like, well, police aren't prizing it. No, police don't have the fucking money to do it. There's no money. And yeah. the forensics field, unfortunately, is shrinking because the people who do forensic work um, in terms of the scientific side of things, um, they get paid shit. Yeah. And so a lot of them are going into, um, you know, either private, private. stuff mm-hmm. yeah, where they can make more money. But if people can't afford it, they can't afford it. You know, so the people who are, you know, out there doing that work. It's a labor of love and they just have only so many hands and so many hours of a day. So the good news is about New Mexico, well, Albuquerque specifically, um, I think last month or two months ago, they just sent off the last of the rape kit backlog in in this county. And uh, yeah, and they've already made several arrests based on on clearing the backlog that they've done here, which is good. Um, It needs to happen everywhere. It, yeah, you know, it needs to happen in the entire state. It needs to happen in the entire country because yeah. it's just it's a tragedy that it's an issue. Yeah, I mean, and and to me, it seems like there would be more impetus put on it because the fact is, and people think, okay, so and so's raped, right? That's a one off. Mm-hmm. No, not usually. You know, if somebody rapes someone, the odds of them doing it multiple times are higher than them not. So. Yeah. If you can get semen, blood, whatever from a rape kit, you know, those fluids, saliva, et cetera, they're more than likely going to match up with other victims, yeah. you know, and you can find serial offenders that way. Why would you not want to get those people off the street, you know? Yeah, there was one serial rapist that was recently arrested because of the backlog clearing. So uh, if you are looking for a worthy cause to support uh, in the backlog is a great place to send some money because that helps yes. to fund some of these uh, projects so oh and just <clears throat> shameless plug um if you would like to support my podcast malice by getting yourself some malice swag 
half of all profits from that uh, go towards the podcast. The other half go to in the backlog. So, awesome. yeah. So uh, you can get some cute things to wear and, and also, you know, contribute to ending the backlog. So there you go. Awesome. Hey, everyone. If you're like me and you struggle with adult acne, you know that it's super annoying to wake up with a giant pimple on your face. Today's sponsor is Hero Cosmetics, and they sent me over the Mighty Patch, which is a hydrocolloid acne patch. I actually had a huge pimple pop up last night, so I stuck on a Mighty Patch original overnight, and in the morning, the pimple was totally flat. Very cool. If you want to try the Mighty Patch for yourself, use code TRUE15. That's T-R-U-E-15 for 15% off on HeroCosmetics.com. Um, what else do you want to say about this bitch, Ghislaine, before we move on to the next part? So many words that I really <laughs> probably should just not get into. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And she wasn't the only accomplice. There were there were others that helped. Oh, yeah. I mean, and, and I can't help but think of pretty much anyone who took part in being around Epstein, who saw these things happen, et cetera. They're all complicit. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you once you're aware of something as far as okay, this is just a personal thing to me, I guess. But once you're aware of something, you're responsible, you know, and how you respond to that is it's it's an informed thing at that point in time. You're Mm -hmm. choosing to turn a blind eye or you're choosing to let it still happen or you're choosing to help. What you ignore, you permit. Yes. Oh, my God. That's beautiful. Yes. Perfect. Mm hmm. Yeah, so there's no such thing as an innocent bystander in this situation. No. If you know and you did nothing, you've allowed it to happen and you're just as responsible. Absolutely. Absolutely. Which is one of the reasons that this bitch bothers both of us, I think, so much. Mm-hmm. Is it's it's just like you're not you're not even standing by. You're getting in there and bringing these girls to be traumatized and you yeah. fucking know it. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know, daddy issues or whatever the fuck. I, there's no excusing it. There's no excuse for what she did. I've known plenty of women and men who've had daddy issues and they're not putting girls out like on a fucking silver platter for a pedophile. A yeah. yeah. Pedophile rapist. Yeah. I mean, just, just saying some of them grow up to be really amazing people. Yeah. So. Yep. You're it's right. not an excuse. There's no excuse. There's no excuse. And I hope to God that she's found. And I hope to God that she's prosecuted and charged to the fullest extent of whatever they can charge her with because um, she, she needs to pay for what she did. I agree. You it know, and I'm going to be absolutely pissed if upon finding her, which they fucking better, she goes to trial and they don't go full force because they're like well she wasn't the one who actually did this and she wasn't the actual fender and i mean she's a woman and we don't want to make it seem like we're going harder on the woman than the man and blah 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 it's like no she's a fucking predator like i don't no, go at her hard full force whatever yep. men and women equality for all <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah please Equal justice put her please. away forever yeah yeah <laughs> i agree fucking loss so Anyhow, sorry. Agree, Alex, to the full extent, 100%. Like, that just needs to happen. Yeah. Okay, so one of my listeners commented on the post I shared, uh, I think it was from yesterday, 
And he's like, you need to be careful. I hope you don't get suicided. And I laughed. It was, just, you know, because I'm talking about oh. Epstein. And so, <laughs> Got it. yeah. Got and it. so I said, actually, I think what we call it now is being Epstein. So then he said, oh, sorry, my bad. You need to be careful so you don't get Epstein. <laughs> and uh, so let's talk about getting Epstein. Let's talk yeah, about that. <laughs> that's, that's an interesting situation. Um, the official story is he died by suicide yeah um ligature strangulation right broken hyoid hanged himself yeah broken hyoid right Mm -hmm. which is in keeping with strangulation for sure um completed strangulation especially yeah yeah well strangulation yes yes yeah uh not necessarily in keeping with self Correct. Correct. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's like, okay, we got we got a little of column A and a little of column B, and they're just not kind of yeah. the hand motions. I'm sorry, that's not going to translate to the audio recording of this. But The amount of force that it would take to break the hyoid in that manner is not something that could be accomplished by hanging yourself. No. Um, it's possible but it's unlikely yeah we're talking it's possible like at some point in time i could throw a ball into the air and it could fly behind me instead of fall down because gravity it's that kind of theory it's not (laughs) it's not the kind of theory that's like i don't know next season on arrow i think this is gonna happen (laughs) you know um I think that it's important to keep those things in mind and separate is that, yeah, yeah, to break the hyoid bone, which again, in, in strangulation cases, especially successful ones, um, you're going to find that a lot more often with a ligature or manual strangulation done by another person, mm-hmm. because the, the sheer amount of force that it takes to break that bone is a, you're right, not going to be a person's body weight, like falling down or you know strangling over time asphyxiating um it's it's going to be concerted effort to the point that it literally cracks that bone um it's just it's scientifically speaking sure is it possible fine a lot of things are possible teeny tiny little chance that it was just a complete anomaly i don't know but as far as i'm concerned coming from a a science background which is what i do um possible i mean a lot of things are possible there's a lot we don't know because of several factors the the biggest factor is somebody on suicide watch not being watched number one yeah no he was put on suicide watch right Mm -hmm. and then they unexpectedly removed him from suicide watch and then stopped did you see the pictures of his room completely with like eight different suits no. uh the jumpsuits in there the you know county jumpsuits he had like eight different county jumpsuits in there there was all types of weird stuff that like didn't make any sense for anybody that would be on suicide watch because you know you can take two of those and make something to hang yourself with easily um, yeah and uh sure. they showed pictures of his recently i mean it was one of the latest last developments i saw in the case was that they were showing all these pictures of his um cell and it was just like there was so much in there that didn't make any sense. Yeah. So he shouldn't have had anything. He shouldn't have had anything. The suicide watch yeah. being taken off. Uh, nobody watching him at all is another mm-hmm. part of the problem. And then again, to uh, Alex's point, the camera. 
So the camera that was running 24 hours a day, seven days a week forever is suddenly off and not working. Yeah, doodle for a billionaire. I mean, this is like one of the, this was the highest profile thing that was going on at the time. How did they not have a working camera suddenly? Yeah. I want to know how much of her hiding is related to the people that might've gotten to Epstein and how much of it is related to the legal situation. I think, I think that's a huge point. If they can get to Epstein. You know, I, I think something more nefarious is at play here. I think that, uh, and this is speculation, but I think that the rich and powerful people that have associated with him and have partaken in the situation that he created and, and used that to their advantage have saw to it that they are never going to be found out. Held accountable. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. CJ just asked, um, is she in witness protection? I don't know. I don't think so. I, we wouldn't know. I haven't found anything that says that. And I don't think we would find anything yeah. if she was. No, um, I agree. That's a really interesting question, though. That's a good question. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I feel uh-huh. like if she was in witness protection, though, she would be charged. You'd think, but I don't, I wonder, to some extent, because of the extent of the sweetheart deal that, pro, like, basically prevented any future associates from mm-hmm. being charged when Epstein did this deal, you know, I mean, <clears throat> did she get a similar deal? Where it's like, look, we'll put you in witness protection. You're off scot-free. You just got to go. But New York, would that would have been Florida, right? That wouldn't have been New York. Because New York is gunning for her. Mm, yeah, no, New York very well may be. I just think that somebody at some point in time probably was, you know, colluding mm-hmm. with her. So, yeah, I, I, I find that highly suspicious especially given the fact that she is supposed to be standing trial. Like if you have nothing to hide, then why are you literally hiding? Mm -hmm. What's, what does that say? You know, but then again, I just don't feel like she makes the best choices. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Um, it's it's very suspicious all of it is very suspicious and yeah and in my mind the likelihood that he killed himself is pretty low um, yeah i agree it looks way too suspicious to me yeah and again if they were trying to keep him from doing that you know they were supposed to at the very least do 30 minute checks and even though the log book <laughs> says so we a don't have any camera corroboration and b really within 30 minutes he was able to kill himself and crack the hyoid bone yeah between checks i, I just don't, like I, don't buy it. I don't buy it at all yeah so and i'm not i'm just to throw this out there i'm not a conspiracy theorist Me either. like at all i'm i'm one of those people that's like um occam's razor like the most logical answer is probably right which is where we're at um <laughs> exactly and to me i'm looking at this and going well logic says he didn't fucking kill himself yeah <laughs> you know what i mean like yep I don't know. Looks like a duck. Quacks like a duck. Probably a duck. So probably a child raping duck. Yep. Yep. Child raping duck. And that's, I think, exactly what Jeffrey Epstein was. (laughs) Eggs and all. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I can't help myself. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Oh, my God. (laughs) 
I'm glad we're having a better time with this than last. It's time. a lot more fun, I think. It I mean, is. if fun is the right word, I don't know if fun's the right word. It's a lot more. It's uh, it's it's kind of gallows humor, I think. It's, it's good that, to see you like... and have this conversation. It is. It's good to see you. Yeah. 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 It kind of like you have a calming presence for me, so there's just kind of this like, Eric's here with me. It's fine. <laughs> we can get through this. <laughs> so the the big challenge, I think, is that. Um, these women who were victims just, you know, I'm, I'm excited. We didn't get to talk about this yet. I'm excited about the new documentary that's coming out. It's a mm-hmm. four part series on Netflix. Um, right. I don't know when the release date is. If somebody can look that up and let me know, uh, it's pretty soon, mm-hmm. but it looks like there's a lot of time spent giving these women, uh, an opportunity to tell their story and yes. to share their voice. And I think that's really important and mm-hmm. um while it doesn't change the fact that they didn't get justice for what happened to them uh, the fact that they get to have their voice and take their power back is is incredible and i'm looking forward to it i hope they do i hope they do them justice i hope they do right by these women absolutely you know and i think that you know just to piggyback off of that you know the fact that they're going to have the opportunity un uh, contested by Epstein himself to say what happened to them, you know, like if there's anything good that came out of him not facing judgment, but facing judgment, it's that, um, he's dead. He can't, he can't change. Yeah. He can't change the narrative any longer. That's what CJ said. The fact that he's dead is some justice. It is some justice. Um, but I think that there's something to be said for getting your day in court. Oh, agreed for sure. Yeah. You know, and I do think that it's, it's terrible that all of these girls and now some women, um, are at a point where like, they know they're never going to get somebody saying, yeah, you are like publicly officially on the, like in the history books, you did these things and get to face him and get to say their piece it's that breaks my heart you know he never had to do that he never had to face them again yeah so and and the thing that makes me the most upset which is something that cj is talking about in the chat is that we never we don't know that any of the people that were in on this uh will ever I mean, I hope they will. I hope they will face some sort of justice for what they've done. Right. Um, but... Well, one of the one of the fantastic things about the FBI and their jurisdiction um, that makes me really happy is that it doesn't matter if you are a world citizen of any country in the world, if you commit a crime of that magnitude against somebody in the U.S., you are answerable to the FBI. Mm-hmm. So Prince Andrew, like CJ mentioned, um, it's entirely possible if they're able to, you know, it doesn't seem like Queen Elizabeth is pulling any strings for him. Does he get any kind of diplomatic immunity in that case? Doubt it. Doubt it. Especially now. I mean, I, I honest to God, I think the the British royal family would rather have Meghan Markle back. Mm. It's like a black hole of disgusting all of it. Yeah. Um, there was a black book found, CJ. 
that had a lot of these people's phone numbers, a lot of rich and powerful people's phone numbers. Right. Um, and then there were a lot of messages that were found, like phone messages that had been taken uh, that corroborate the girls' stories in terms of the dates and times and everything. So there, right. uh, unfortunately, it was a U.S. attorney's office in Florida that handled all of that evidence. And so who knows well, who knows what happened? Yeah, I mean, I can speculate all day. I have no evidence right. to prove that any of these people did anything, but right. I don't have any evidence to prove that they didn't either. Right. And, you know, part of this, too, is we are speculating. We are, you know, saying these things allegedly this could be the case. Um, you know, I just think that that, you know, one of the things that we need to be aware of is that, yeah, we, we don't actually have these answers. Otherwise, yeah, it would be a very different approach to the story however we do have testimony from right. some of the victims mm-hmm. and and i believe i believe victims i believe uh, i believe that specific girl in the photo woman now mm-hmm. um right. what does she have to gain from putting that story out there honestly no and that's the biggest question to me why why would people make this up do they do they think they're gonna get a payout from epstein you know what I mean? Even when he was alive, do, you, do they think they're going to get a payout from Prince Andrew or Epstein or any of these other people? No, of course not. Mm-hmm. He could squash them like a bug. You know, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to go up against a monolith like that. Yeah. You know, uh, and that's that's a terrifying thing to say, because there's some women who are sexually abused, some children who are sexually abused, who can't bring themselves to stand against their offenders. And I was one of those. Yeah, You know, when I was 19 years old, I didn't speak up to anybody and the statute of limitations passed and I was angry and I was fuming and I had horrible PTSD and I can't imagine trying to go up against somebody with the power of Jeffrey Epstein. Not at all. I wouldn't, I, I couldn't, I can't even fathom how horrifying that would be, Yeah, you know, so, um, you know, I, I have a really, really hard time with people who are like, well, why didn't she come forward? Why didn't she say something? Why didn't she do something then? Right. Who are you going to tell that he couldn't buy? Right. You know, and who can you trust to know that he couldn't buy them? You know, because we, we talked a little bit about like the person with the most power is not the richest person in the world. It's the person who can't be bought. But in this case, who, who's that been? Well, and all of these girls, all these women and girls, women now, I hate to say girls because they're all women now, but when they were girls, they were all very poor. You know, they, they absolutely, you know, fell into that trap and, and that's not to blame them. You know, they were in dire situations. Uh, That money could have gone a long way to help them. And, and it's not their fault. They were girls. They were teenagers. Well, and, and, you know, you can think about things that are unpleasant that are in some cases coerced, they can, they can be choices, not in this case, mm-hmm. because a child can't consent to sex. Right. But, you know, if somebody, for instance, turns to sex work, right, you can look at them as like, oh, they're the lowest of the low, they're turning tricks because they want drugs or whatever. But the fact is, is there are really, really good people out there who are trying to do what they can do to take care of their families. There are people out. Exactly. I mean, survival sex is real. 
you know um do you think people are super happy to go out and try to find people in the street or or in this case to be dragged into some horrifying mansion with a creep who sexually assaults you is that why would why would anybody choose well and it wasn't sold to them as that either it it, they were brought under a different assumption that something else was happening um i remember there was an abc news host mike where they admitted they had interviewed the girls involved in the case and found them credible but it was totally squashed oh Mm -hmm. i believe it yeah for sure yeah yeah i believe it it happens it happens all the time. I mean, you can look at the similarities between Epstein and Cosby, mm-hmm. you know, and these, in many cases, these were full grown women. Most cases, these were full grown women, Cosby, yeah. but you know, they, they came forward and talked about this and people were just like, mm, we're going to ruin your life now. You know, anybody who is willing to, um, and you know, I mean, it took 50 plus women before people were like, oh, you know what? maybe we should look at this. This sounds like it's a bad deal, you yeah. know? And it's the same with Epstein, you know? I mean, he, he does the, I dream of genie and it's gone. He doesn't have to deal with fucking anything. Yeah. That's the hard deal he got was just beyond anything that I've ever read about, learned Uncom- about. Yeah. It just blew my mind. So Ariel, we have about 10 minutes left. That's right. I want to open this up for some questions in case people have some questions. Definitely. Um, and then we'll try to, kind of start working towards wrapping it up but this case is so huge and i think that we have not even scratched the surface of what needs to be found out about it and i don't know Mm -hmm. if we ever will but there's so so much else that i think is buried uh, because he did this for decades and decades and decades before he was even on the radar of anybody I agree. And I was actually thinking after you asked me last time if there were any sources that I recommended, and especially among podcasters, I'd mentioned Real Crime Profile um, with Jim Clemente and uh, Laura Richards. They do a really great coverage of it. But there's also um, a a podcast that's amazing called The Mysterious Mr. Epstein. And I would recommend that to anybody. Yeah um it's it's very well done it's very um uh survivor focused you know and so there's a lot of input from the women who were girls at that time who lived through these things so i definitely recommend if you want a deeper dive into it i don't think that it's likely that we're ever going to get a hundred percent of the victims to come forward and i want anyone to know who is a victim or survivor of sexual assault of this manner especially if it's a child i mean but it's horrible and traumatizing regardless of your age there's no right or wrong way to work through that if you do not come forward there is no shame in that you know um we do not we're all in in the same boat we're not in the same storm and so if you make the choice not to come forward i personally mm-hmm. trust your reasons for that and i support you you know there's there's not a, a wrong way to survive um who could they come forward to well i know that the new york state uh district attorney is is continuing to pursue this case and continuing to to work it um i'm sure the fbi is involved especially when it comes mm-hmm. to cross-jurisdictional issues across uh, countries and all that stuff. Right. Um, yeah, I think those are good right. places to start. Where might it go from here? Grizzle, you know, I, I don't know 
I, I know where I want it to go. Um, I want Ghislaine mm-hmm. to pay. I want every accomplice who helped him yeah. do this to pay. And I want, so, you know, you, you hear about, and I, I kind of talked about this in the opening of the episode last week, the, the difference in justice, you know, for the wealthy and for the powerful. And it just, the right. more I do this show, the more jaded I get about justice and, and the, the less hope I have. Um, right. It's, it's sad. It, and I don't know what we do. I don't know what we do to fix it. I, if anybody knows, tell me, cause I want the answer. It's, it's really frustrating to think, you know, it's the same thing as saying like, you know, we'd love to appropriate funds for this or this in the government. And we love like there to be a term limit for senators or Congress people or this or that, or like, you mm-hmm. know, whatever, a cap on the pay or, or any of those things. Right. But the people who vote on them, are those people and it's kind of like the punishments for people who have money are decided by people who have money so what's the impetus for yeah. them to fix that yeah. there's not kevin one, said why can't they know? find an arrest a socialite rich woman who must have a big <laughs> footprint the fact that galane isn't at least under a grand jury indictment is insane no one cares now that he's dead no, mm-hmm. they don't. I mean, and that's that's infuriating. The people who I mean, matter. it's not that nobody yeah. does. It's that majority power. But yeah, exactly. Majority power. Nobody cares. So rich white men don't care. Um, there are probably plenty of of wealthy white women who don't care. Uh, the rest of us who do give a shit don't have that that majority power, you know, and I use that that term majority yeah. to mean that the majority of power holding like. Yeah, because, I mean, if we think about it, for instance, over half the world are women, and yet we're minority power holders. Over two-thirds of the world are people of colors, and yet they hold the minority power. So, yeah, when we're using that majority term, we're talking about the people who are the decision makers. And, unfortunately, (laughs) they make decisions that keep them in the status quo. I wasn't laughing at what you said, because that wasn't funny. I was laughing because Alec... Because Alex is texting me at the same time. He's also messaging on Get Vocal here. So he's like multitasking. I don't know what's happening over there. So first of all, I want to thank everybody for for joining us today. Um, This is going to be recorded. So I'm going to release it as an episode on on my show. Um, Thinking I might just do it on Saturday. We'll see. It might be next week. Um, But Ariel, I want to thank you, first of all, for for being on my show twice. Um, Super fun. So the season finale of True Consequences will be the first episode of Dos Pequeños, and it's going to be the Roswell incident. I'm very excited about it. Come on. That's one of the most famous cases of everyone's heard of Roswell. So um, it's going to be a big one. It's going to be good. It's, yeah. it's a good opener. Yeah. So uh, we will be co-ghosts. If you see co-ghosts. the logo, you can see, you can see Alex's uh, little icon there. But if you see the logo... For the new page it's two ghosts that look remarkably like us and <laughs> and that's it so thank you guys have a wonderful night uh stay safe new mexico stay safe ariel and Thanks, guys uh, you get great job hey everyone if you're like me and you struggle with adult acne you know that it's super annoying to wake up with a giant pimple on your face 
Today's sponsor is Hero Cosmetics, and they sent me over the Mighty Patch, which is a hydrocolloid acne patch. I actually had a huge pimple pop up last night, so I stuck on a Mighty Patch original overnight, and in the morning, the pimple was totally flat. Very cool. If you want to try the Mighty Patch for yourself, use code TRUE15. That's T-R-U-E 15 for 15% off on HeroCosmetics.com.